and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I am joined by my wonderful friends and co-hosts, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, we have had an amazing year of podcasting. This is our final uh, RGP episode for 2020. So how are we feeling? Feeling great, man. 2020 was uh, it's been fun as far as podcasting goes, but uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, downside to 2020 as well. But uh, but definitely excited to be here with you guys and recording yeah, the last episode of 2020 as far as RGP goes. Uh, we'll still have some uh, Mandalorian breakdowns and maybe some, some other some other special yeah, things, some yeah. special things out there. But uh, as far as a uh, RGP episodic, uh, yeah, fun stuff, man. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I will not be afraid to kick this one out of bed this year. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just let, let's get this over yeah, with. Be done almost with there, uh, man. We almost survived it. Yeah, it's funny. Me and my wife were hanging out and looking at a um, a list on. I can't remember what like little website it was like one like BuzzFeed maybe or something like that. And it was just like all the horrible crap that has happened in 2020. Yeah. And like so many things that I'd forgotten about. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. Murder hornets. Yeah, murder <laughs> hornets. There's a good one. Yeah. And like you the know, Australian fires were like, that was a really see, big thing in I January. I did remember that one. Dude, uh, five, they, they estimate that 500 million animals died in those fires. Whoa. Yeah. Now, of course, you don't have an accurate Most number. Most of them were ants. <laughs> Each individual ant. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, 2020 has been interesting. Um, I like what you said, Justin. Yes, we we will have some other special things to post before 2020 ends. Obviously, it's early December, so we're not done podcasting. This is just our final typical weekly episode where we do news and a main spotlight. Uh, before we jump into some more stuff, I want to tell all of our listeners to please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. And please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. We are on various different podcatchers. Uh, please subscribe and leave a review. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, one one special thing I got to say. Um, I know we've we've talked about this off the pod, but wanted to keep all of our listeners up to date on the PlayStation Five quest that me and Justin have been on. So. On Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we both went to Walmart.com, and we both failed. And then uh, about 15, 16 minutes later, one of us was able to walk away with a PlayStation 5 confirmation number. I wonder who, which one it was. Yeah. Who, wh- between me and Justin, who sounds happier? Justin, say something. Uh, hey, guys. Uh <laughs> Does Justin sound happier, or do I sound happier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, suck uh, it, Sandy. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> oh, man, I got my brand new PS5. It will happen, it will happen. Eventually, man, eventually you will get one. I think sometime in 2021. So whenever you can walk into a store and actually grab it off the shelf, that's what it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. But I did get my PlayStation 5, and uh, yeah, man, it's exciting. Yeah, so I mean, you look happy, so I can't blame you there. Do I look good, man? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> You're radiant right now. I sure am. Let's do this. Uh, if you look down to the show notes below, on the uh, wherever you're listening to, to uh, tonight's podcast, you will see that later on, 
in our main spotlight, we actually do something pretty fun on this show. We are going to do another top five list. And we're actually going to do two of them. We're kind of going to, we're going to breeze through them to some regard, but basically we're going to do our top 5 good and bad things about 2020. Yeah. Uh I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, we're doing our, we're doing a typical year in review episode. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's and it's blind. Like I don't know y'all's, y'all don't know mine. Yeah, nope. So go ahead and scroll down so if if you want to jump ahead, you want to skip all the news and you want to move to the main spotlight, totally fine. But if not, um here's what we got for the news tonight. We got a couple Pretty interesting topics. One actually that in particular that is like groundbreaking. So, yes. so Warner Brothers has announced that they are going to be releasing all 17 of their 2021 films that were going to be in theaters the day that they, and they're still going to be in theaters, but the day that they release in theaters, they are also going to be streamable directly from HBO Max. That's yes. huge, man. That this is, is crazy. That's wild. Yeah. At no additional cost. Yeah. It's just pay for the subscription and you get those movies, man. And AMC is pissed. Yeah. Just to throw that out <laughs> They've there. They've got to be. Yeah. Yes. The, a lot of movie theaters are pissed, but yeah. uh, it's a it's it's a bold move for sure. This is crazy. By yeah, Warner dude. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let me just, can I go ahead and do a list of I some of the- I say the, every one of them. Every to. single one? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of them you might not know, but because uh, I don't I'll, I don't know. I'll know all of them. Okay. All of them. <laughs> All right, so here they are. Okay, this is an order of release date. All right, uh, we have Mortal Kombat being the initial, inaugural 2021. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and then uh, followed by a movie called The Little Things, and then uh, one that I, we're all counting down to right here: Tom and Jerry live action slash half animation slash. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's gonna be very interesting. Slash yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, but then uh, the Many Saints of Newark. Uh, followed by Reminisce, and followed by Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, my Ooh. God. So, okay, let me pause here for a minute, okay? Because I feel like if it is being released simultaneously with theater and uh, streaming, I think I'm leaning toward theater on this one because I just feel like Godzilla for that one, yeah, yeah, larger we, than we life. Might, yeah, 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 yeah. I might join you for that one. It All is right. a pretty epic, like, yeah. IMAX. very much so, yeah. Yeah, because like, the last one, granted, it may not have been, like, the best one, but uh, visually, it was pretty stunning. It, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. With, if you're an IMAX, just the sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're seat shaking, right? Yeah. So it's a whole experience there. So uh, then uh, the next Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. That one's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the Heights. I'm not really sure what that one is. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Ooh, LeBron oh James, gosh. baby. <laughs> I didn't even see like because you know they didn't have all 17 on the like initial uh, tweet that I saw. So it's it's so crazy to hear all these movies. Keep going. Yeah, The Suicide Squad. There you go. James Gunn style. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dune. Oh yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That Dune, you you won't if you have HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I just can't believe they're doing this with all of their movies. Yeah, like this Dune was like projected to be like one of the craziest and like hyped movies of 2020, yeah. and then when it got pushed back, like everything else crumbled. Like every other movie uh, pushed back officially too. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's crazy, man. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Dune, um, one of the main uh, one of the main actors from Dune, uh, Oscar Isaac, has been. Uh, leading us into our next uh, part of uh, 
part of news here. Uh, Oscar Isaac has most likely been cast to play Solid Snake in a Metal Gear Solid movie. So that's going to be really interesting to see him t- take on that role and see how he fills that character. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the Metal Gear Solid universe, but um, he was my favorite character to use in Smash when we would play. So <laughs> he was—I just loved his character in that. But um, it'll be really interesting to see him uh, join the live-action universe. I think he could be a very, if done right, he'd be a very interesting character because it's kind of a very like uh, you know kind of. It's a little gritty and like can be a very good like live yeah, action. If, if you're and if you're a fan of Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid, which it has a very cult following, it's got a ton of fans. It does, yeah, and follow and like just dedicated fans too, right? So I'm always intrigued to see how these video games that turn into movies do. Yeah, yeah, this one might have the best chance to survive that um, crossover because yeah. it's a little more grounded as far as yeah. uh, like uh, military base, spy, espionage. Yeah, like you can really lean hard into the espionage um, format and uh, sure. really let it take over and turn into like a little like mystery spy drama type deal. Yeah, yeah I definitely so. feel like there's a lot that they could do with that, and it already is pretty grounded. And you, like you've seen it, you know, if if it's done right, you can strip it down to where it makes sense you know um yeah, you know like sure. Mar- like i mean w- just look at what like marvel did and you know the christopher nolan batman verse you know um like what he was able to do with that to make it more grounded and realistic so you can probably you can do the same thing with metal gear solid hey, if you as, do it correctly as long as it's better than the uh, assassin's creed movie uh yeah, hopefully <laughs> oh, yeah my. we'll see oh hey i almost forgot one of the last movies we released on hbo max is actually matrix 4 Oh my god! Yeah, so Dude, there's just so much. Yeah, there's that's a lot. Yeah, man. But it, it, it's I feel like it's huge, man. I feel like that's that's big news. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, is this going to? I mean, what is this going to do long term to movies? That's what I'm thinking here. Yeah, because like Warner Brothers is a is a very very well known studio. It's probably this. Yeah, I mean, outside of Disney, this is the next. This is the other. Yeah, like pretty big much. company. Yeah, and uh, man. This is like, going to change, change like the platform, I think, does, as far does, as that goes. Yeah, like are other companies going to do the same thing even next year? Like, uh, it was announced like a couple weeks ago that like Disney was going to put all their eggs in the streaming. Like, uh, yeah. so like, does that? I mean, what does that look like for Disney? Well, I, Warner Brothers kind of set the tone here. Yeah, Dude. yeah. I mean, yeah. Pretty much, Disney is going to have to be reactionary to this, you know, with everything like that. Like, it's either you know step up and do something similar or potentially fall a little bit down to the wayside a little bit, at least for the time being. See, because, like, I can see, like, yes, uh, we're dealing with, like, a, a pandemic still, and we're not really going out and, like, socializing uh, as as much or as uh, carefree, I should say. But, like, when it when it finally does die down, if it dies down, and we don't have to worry about that anymore, dude, this is setting up, setting up for some, like, sick viewing parties, man. Like, yeah. uh, all out, like, uh, full spread of food, uh, everyone gathering together, big screen. I mean, uh, sounds awful. I mean, it's rev- it's, <laughs> no, it's like missing all the lines because yeah. you got people who are talking. Well, you got to invite the right people, okay? Yeah, like, for example, like if I was well, to have a premiere, I would invite you, well, not, not so, Shimato, so because you have gonna... so many questions. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> it means it's the other way around. <laughs> it means we're not going to invite our wives because then they're they're going to invite their friends and they're going to talk. Yeah. Well, it means that you could have multiple. Like you watch it, you watch it with the people, so you get the the plot, and then you can go. 
then you don't well, have to be angry when you watch it with you your can kids. Watch it, you can watch your... it by yourself to gather it all in, and then you can do the social event. Yeah. All right. What is the big... I, I just don't get it, though. Like, what's the most amount of money Warner Brothers can make on new subscriptions? Like, for 17 movies, some of them going to be, re- like, radical block blockbusters. Like... Yeah. I feel like they're going to be losing just a ton of money here. They have I, think to be they, I think they're playing the long game. I no really, way, yeah. though. But what? What's the long game? You get them to subscribe and gain viewers for those movies. But then during that time period, I bet you're going to see like between each movie, you're going to see a influx of really good quality original content. Like some of their original shows are just so good, man. Like, yeah, gosh, just, really, really good, good stuff out there. But I yeah, feel like we're losing a lot here, man. I mean, we're gaining as as the audience. We're the ones gaining here. Like they're the ones, the studios. They're the ones losing out on like pockets full of money. Like we're we're only reaping the benefits here. Of this. See, but I, I do understand where uh, where uh, T roll is getting at here. Where uh, as a company, there is always going to be a way that they're going to push this back on the consumer in some way. Um, so either they're going to cut quality, they're they're going to they're going to raise the price on the subscription. They'll they'll find a way to get their money back somehow. So I think that's what he's trying to get at here is that um, there is an invisible potential cost that we will be giving up in some form or fashion. Like all of a sudden, you know, the quality of 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 movies deteriorates a little bit because all of a sudden instead of putting 200 million dollars into a movie they're only putting 100 million dollars into a movie and you know there's less time for them to be able to do that kind of stuff that is the potential underlying okay. cost well quality wise i can i can kind of see that because like we've all been cooped up in like quarantine pandemic and all that kind yeah. of stuff like uh, the thought of like a- any new content we we gravitate to and we watched and uh, we thought it as as something that was good or top notch, but then like as we reflect back on 2020 and and look about look at these things, some of them were actually not that good. But yeah. the fact that we got new stuff when like a time Tiger King, <laughs> exactly, yeah, like Tiger King, Rogue. <laughs> oh man but yeah so the quality thing our it, listeners it are like true. what the heck is rogue yeah. yes <laughs> just look it up seriously google Go watch the trailer rogue movie trailer Go watch the and, trailer. yeah and then uh hit us up on twitter uh at royal geek pod and let us know let us exactly know what, what you thought about that trailer yeah don't actually watch the movie just watch the trailer yeah. just a trailer yeah oh god anyway but uh, but yeah but i'm also thinking just like and again i think there are less and less people who care about this as much as i do because people mostly will pay for convenience. That's what a lot of this is. <sighs> but I just, I think I'm just going to be sad when there's never going to be, like when we got to go see Endgame right. yeah. on release night. That was an experience. It's an experience yeah. that I waited it was an, it for was an for a year. An event. Yeah. yeah, it was an event. And if we move one day to when there's no more movie theaters and everything is streamed, it's just going to be just kind of, a letdown to me, yep. I guess is what I'm thinking. And maybe I'm just, you know, I'm a traditionalist and, you know, I just want to, I want things to stay the, stay the way they are. Well, maybe nothing's going to reach the magnitude that, that Endgame brought, the gravity that it had. Yeah. I guess, I mean, that's probably true, but. I mean, yeah, it is possible <sighs> that, you know, it'll affect it in these ways. But, I mean, we, unfortunately, it's one of those things where I think it's a path where once the door was opened, it, you know, it's one of those things you can't put it back. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. I 
I am not. Here's my stance, right? I don't like that Warner Brothers is doing this. So, with the exception of Godzilla versus King Kong, and and that might not, I might not even do that. I I probably won't. I mean, I'm sure they're still hoping enough people will go to theaters. But why the frick would you go to a theater and spend money on a ticket when you could just find a buddy who has HBO Max? Yeah. Well, it's also about it's about the experience too. Like, I mean, you want to see like if you only have like a 32 inch TV at home and you you're watching Godzilla versus Kong on a 32 inch TV and you're seeing these little tiny dinosaur versus little tiny gorilla. Like, yeah, is that really? Is that really what you want to see? Or do you want to see an IMAX screen of hearing yes. Godzilla's roar exactly. just like, like Justin, completely I get hit that. you right in your chest? That's one out of 17. It's it's called spending your money it's wisely. One out of 17. It's spending your money yep. wisely. Even, one out of 17. Yeah. I mean, Space Jam. No way. I'm not going <laughs> I'm not spending money on Space Jam. What about the what about uh Matrix 4? No. Dune. Yep. What about Dune? Maybe Dune. Dude, yeah. Like some of those are going to be epic enough to where it, it it'll be worth it, either by so sound stupid. quality or just like the I think sound quality alone. Dune and, and Godzilla yeah. are the two that are like a guaranteed theaters for me. Yeah, and um, it'll be interesting to see if they like maybe theaters start being a little bit more specialized in the sense of me- making themselves have more IMAX theaters and things like that. Um, or you could use it as a you're not sure about a movie, but it's free on. Uh, well, it's not free, but it, you can watch it on HBO Max. But then it was actually good. And you're like, you know what? Let me catch that in the theater real quick. Like Suicide Squad. Like we all know how the first one in, uh, yeah. panned out. So uh, even though this was done by James Gunn, this next one is uh, you can watch it at, at home on HBO Max, and you're like, wow, that was actually a really fun ride. And then you take that to the movie theaters. Like uh, I think that is. Not that is uh, definitely putting the cart in front of the horse situation, but like I, I don't, I don't see people for the most part going to the theaters after watching a movie no at home. No chance. Yeah, like uh, no chance. May, maybe one a year. Maybe like I would once, do it, man. What are they it. thinking? But you yeah, are but not, you're, you're you're a ridiculous. Different. You're an anomaly. Being. You are an anomaly. <laughs> yes. your ability to take in content is fascinating. <laughs> How you have a full-time job, a wife, two kids, two ugly little dogs, <laughs> and you can still take in the amount of content you – like, I just don't understand. Yeah. But anyways, like – I just uh, streamed all of Queen's Gambit this week, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was an amazing show. That's awesome. Conti- continue. No, I'm just – I guess it's just like this is going to this is gonna make – you know what this is going to do? Movie theaters are going to become Blockbuster and FYE, the store. FYE still hanging in there some places, man. Yeah, yeah. FYE, some places. Like exactly. People are like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah. Some people, are, some people listening are even like, "What's Blockbuster?" I was uh, having a conversation the other day about Blockbuster, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like you see the remnants of an old building, like." Uh, and then we stopped, like, "Wait, where's where's the old Blockbuster here in our town?" And I was uh, like, "Mattress right, firm, bro. Mattress firm. Ah, yeah. Mattress firm. <laughs> oh, you can see it. And it's a dental place now too, because there there were two. There were two here. I do not remember. Really? There were two. two. Unfortunately, oh, they were literally like a mile and a half apart. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. the same road. But, Welcome to but small yes. town Georgia, man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and actually, when I was home for Thanksgiving, I actually pointed out uh, <laughs> to my fiance, I was like, yep, that was the old Blockbuster. But Gosh. but yeah, I mean, like I Waffle House. I mean, Honestly, I, I miss Blockbuster. But anyway, moving on. I think, if, I think what they need to do is potentially go... Um, you know, high quality, 
Like, make it to where, like I was saying, either more IMAX showings and more potential 3D showings, uh, more, um, like, um, studio movie girl type of things where you're, yeah. where, where it's a all around experience, not just the movie experience. Yeah, that's a good point there. Invest the money in, like, for example, like, if you have, like, uh, Regal 12, like, yep. you can convert all 12 screens to IMAX and make yep. it really, like, a full experience. But the the transition, like you mentioned, to the studio movie grill, like, where you're having the yep. food and the dining experience, that could be a huge uh, increase as far as the movie industry goes because you want that all-in-one inclusive uh, yeah. experience with the food and the movie and the beverages too like when you can buy an alcoholic beverage oh yeah yeah, yeah like i've seen grill and yeah i've seen some like that that sell that are selling alcohol now with the regals and things like that yeah and even though you may be talking about like fewer seating in there you're you're making it up by the person paying two or three drinks. times as much <laughs> yeah. you know right yeah. yeah somebody's just in there getting trashed you know, while watching uh, Godzilla fight Kong. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. With all of my complaints, the reality is most people listening and most people in the world today would completely disagree with me. They just want everything to be available right now. Yeah, your fingertips, right? Yeah. So it's like they are giving – like Warner Brothers is giving in, and, and I guess they're playing the long game because, yeah, that $15 a month subscription – how long before it's twenty five, right? And yeah. you're, they're just making tons and tons of money. I get that to some degree, but it, I guess I'm just—it's just, just going to be sad when AMC doesn't exist anymore, when yeah. Regal doesn't exist anymore, when big, massive Marvel movies—if if Disney ever gives in—we aren't gathered. And again, we'll gather here, sure, but yeah. there's just that experience of going to the big theater in your yeah. town or or to a neighboring city, like we do for for big movies. We want to go to a bigger theater. Yeah. Like if that all dies out because of COVID, man, son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Yeah, good point. It just hurts, you know? I know. Which I think is a fair segue into talking about the suckiest things about yep. 2020. The worst. So yes. we're going to do our top five worst and best things about 2020 in pertaining to entertainment. Yes. In, in pertaining to what our podcast uh, yeah, about to say. is Anything all about. Anything the Royal Geek can get so to like, our teeth in. So like Justin talking about his beloved uh, Los Angeles Chargers sucking. And same for you, Shimada, with your New York Giants sucking. Th- that that doesn't hey, qualify. my Giants are probably going to make the playoffs. That doesn't qualify <laughs> for the top five worst. Neither does my Pittsburgh Steelers being 11-0 and qualify for the top five best. <laughs> so just a wow. fair, comparable example there. Anyways, here's how it's going to work. We're, gonna, we're pretty much going to fly through it. Like, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about each of our um, – uh, selections just because mainly because we don't have enough time and secondly you know we've probably talked about a lot of these things at some point throughout the year because we've been doing podcasts now for six or seven months shout out us yeah no big deal yeah. about that all right so let's do this top five worst things about 2020 in pertaining to entertainment, I'm going to tee up Justin to go first with number five. All right. Well, I think we can all agree, like, we're, we're making a list of top five, right? But I feel like yeah. the paper we're making the list on is 100% the coronavirus. Am I right? Like, this is like the yes. overall. Right. It's the context. Yes. So. so but, but there might be specifics in that. Right. But, like, COVID isn't on my list as just one thing. No, 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 no. It's actually on... <laughs> Let's see how many of them are involved. Uh, three of them. Yes. Oh yeah, they're yeah. all being affected by this. Yeah. Like for me, like my overall is COVID. Like of course, like hands down. But like it's uh, the backdrop. Let me go ahead and we'll start with like I have a number five here. Okay, 
Yes. Uh, number five, uh, 2020, is uh, when you're streaming something on like Hulu or something like that, right, you do get, unfortunately, ads sometimes when you don't fork over the, the, big, the big money there. Yeah. And you get like commercials still, and you get anything that, anything that did or had to do with the election – like oh, that was the terrible. worst or, man, or any of the elections, and yeah, any. if you happen to live in the great state of Georgia, you know all about the yeah, local elections. Hard, yeah, yeah, it's, it's still awful. it's it's crazy, man. So all this like uh, slander against each other, and it's oh, just it it's the worst, man. Yeah. like so anything to do with the election, yep. absolutely the worst. Yeah, like YouTube was a never-ending wasteland. Uh, dear, dear, especially running up to the running up to the election day, it was so bad. I mean, I'm I'm sure like other sites were bad too, but we actually fork over the extra little <laughs> bit of money so that Hulu doesn't have any ads for. So I didn't get anything from there, but uh, but they nice. do have live sports. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Even though yeah, I don't Baker actually watch, know that <laughs> don't yeah. have that version. Yeah. All right, for me it was, and there's a couple of these, but in particular, 007, No Time to Die, mm-hmm. getting delayed. Yeah. Really sucked. Dude, that's the worst. Right? Because yeah. it was April. Right? It was supposed to come out in April. Yeah. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, you know, 2021, here we come. That one will probably be streamed as well. God forbid. Anyways, Shimato, number five for you? Yeah. Number five for me actually has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Oh, wow. It's okay. probably one of the few things that is actually not going to have it on there. And mine is just the simply the ending of what I believe are some really, really good shows that are ending this year. Um, one of the most recent ones that hit me kind of hard. This is one of a, the shows that I've really enjoyed Superstore, um, <sighs> yes. which is all, all about like retail life. It was re- it, it, within the last day or two is actually got canceled. I think that's one of the more like realistic uh, views on retail workers. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It's, 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 it really does bring out a great viewing that like some other great shows that ended this this year, Modern Families coming to an end. Um, you know, Arrow, uh, The Good Place came to an end this year. Um, all those kind of shows. Um, I'm leaving off one that is ended because it just ended so well. It's actually made it onto a different list. But, well, but don't say it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So a bit, bit for me, number five was just like the loss of a lot of really good shows that are uh, moving off the air. Why don't you hit us with number four? Number oh, four. While we're still on your list. Um, number four, we were just talking about this earlier, uh, movie theaters. Like, I, I miss mm. going to them. They're a, there's something about <sighs> when you were going there that just was just, it, it made you, um, like, when you were going, it was such an experience. It was all about that, especially when you were going to a midnight or quote-unquote yes. midnight premiere and you had been waiting forever for this. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so it, it's so much more than just the movie, especially when you're going to those things. It's about the experience and experiencing it with the people that you're with, and and just like you know, and then just geeking out afterwards. Right, exactly. The conversations in the parking lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. Trying to at least uh, we are considerate of the people who are walking in when you're walking out. Yeah, and you're trying to be quiet. Meanwhile, when I'm walking in, I'm like covering my ears because you know these other people don't care about nope. you. Right? No, they right. don't. They don't. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. What about your number four, T roll? My number four. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be on y'all's list, but for me, this particular movie this year was a complete letdown for me. I'm talking about Mulan. Ooh. I'm putting Mulan on my top five worst of 2020. Wow. All right. 
not because it was the worst movie ever, right? It wasn't, you know, Fantastic Four, right? <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't Rogue, right? Yep. <laughs> Poor Rogue. Never seen Gosh, it. Man. But Mulan had the craziest amount of hype. Yeah, the hype was real there. Then it was real. streamed as a test case, which should be a good example to Warner Brothers why not to do this. Nonetheless, yep. um, we we recorded a podcast, went and got food late at night, came back, watched it together, and I remember being like, we didn't even record that night. We never even did a review. No, we were it, supposed we to do a review. We never did yeah. a review of Mulan because yeah. it sucked. <laughs> to me, yeah, it was uh, hot garbage, man. For me, it was it was a terrible disappointment. And, Definitely you know, let down. Um, yes. Yeah, I was, I'm a huge Mulan fan. Like, it is my favorite traditional animation uh, Disney movie. Like, it, it is, like, top-notch. I love, um, you know, the music and just the story, and I just feel like there were a lot of things they missed out on. Dude, it's, I don't want to say it sucked. It didn't suck, but it was a it was a big disappointment. It really, I can agree with that. Disappointment for sure. It was a letdown. So we we can't spend all day talking about Mulan unless it's also magically Justin's number four. But let's get on to Justin's number four. Uh, the rest of the rest of mine have a little bit of theme leading to number one. Oh, so uh, okay, uh, if you know me, you're probably going to get what number one is. But anyway, uh, number four uh, for me is uh, the movie Artemis Fowl. Uh, I had a I had a lot of high expectation for this Disney yep. adaptation of the book. Um, the 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 book series uh, hyped up to be really good. Artemis Fowl. Um, it was supposed to be kind of like the a Harry Potter slash yeah. um, uh, like superhero spy type stuff, and it was just like the cheesiest, the corniest, the weirdest thing. Uh, did it, it got set up for a sequel, but like the movie was so bad that there's no way they should do a sequel for this. Like yeah. Disney's just throwing their money away if they do that, but it was terrible. Yeah. It's always the weirdest situation when you see a movie that was supposed to be well, you can tell it was hype. They were yeah. wanting, yeah, they did, or they, or they wanted it to have a sequel, and it just like did so bad that it just never. It just leaves you on a cliffhanger where it's like crickets. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was just very bad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the worst of twenty twenty. Let's keep it moving here. Number three for me. I'll I'll go ahead and say mine because Anthony already said it, but it's been movie theaters, man. It's been movie theaters and not being able to get in. And there were two that I got to see this year, which, you know, we'll talk about more later. But, man, just the fact that COVID has prevented um, movie theaters from operating as normal. I mean, and and it's funny because you still see things saying, you know, in select theaters. And I'm like, yeah, real select right now. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was movie theaters. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I'll go ahead and do my number three. Let's hear it. Three, right? Go ahead. Yep. It's another movie. Okay. And it was The New Mutants. <laughs> oh, New yeah. Mut- yeah, that was uh, let down. I mean, we expected it to be bad for how many times yeah. it was uh, delayed. delayed. But, dude, this movie was really bad. It sucked. It was really, yeah, really bad. Like, as soon as I saw the way they were, Maisie Williams was playing her character, I was like, this is not going to go good. Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah. was like, this is bad. And the it funny, was, the it was fu- Breakfast Club. Remember? Yeah, essentially, yeah, it was you're right. Essentially, yeah. Breakfast Club. The, the the crazy thing is, is that uh, that was like our first theater to podcast review. Yes. Of yep. Ever. 
Was it the next day or was it that night? No, it was that night. We right? came. It yeah, was. we went to, we all went to the theater together. Came back came here back. that same night. And yeah, like, we just did a hot tore take it apart, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which you should go listen to that right now if yeah. you're listening. That was a, that was a, that was a fun one. We enjoyed that one. Oh. But yeah. So anyway, mine's the movie, the New the, Mutants. The New yep. Mutants. Yeah. Okay, Shimato. Uh, well, actually, to tell you the truth, uh, I had a mid. Uh, list revi- revision uh, because you bringing up Mulan jarred so many bad feelings in my brain. I'm putting Mulan at number three. Whoa. <laughs> like it is. So it wasn't originally on your list, but no, because it, of uh, T Roll. Yes. You put it, it on it your just, list. It, it was like you, you, you jarred some memories. Some uh, relapses into just how much. Just how disappointing. Yes. But, yes. That Ming Na Wen cameo was pretty awesome. Uh, that was That's that the was the only thing that saved yeah. it. Seriously, yeah. what else was good about that movie? Watch it a second time, you'll find some good things. Like okay. I watched it a second time, and there was actually some some pretty good stuff in there. But you All gotta right. you gotta take your mindset out of it. That, that it's like that'll be hard remake. For me to do. Remake. I'm it's not a remake. It's a reimagining. For, for me, it, it, it's gonna be really hard because I I yeah. love that movie like so much, or the original so much. So this is proof that we have not um, coordinated our list ahead of time because, again, that you just change your list right yes. there. And if I would have known that Justin had the New Mutants at number three, I would have had him share his last because guess what number two is on my list? The New Mutants. The New Mutants. <laughs> yes. You're darn right it is, man. I mean, just talk about a letdown. Talk about being so excited to finally be in a movie theater. And what was it, August? Yeah, August 28th. Yeah. Wow, that's mm. It just, it just came to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. How did you do? <laughs> wow. But anyways, August 28th, it we record. him. We watch it. We go to the premiere. <laughs> Remember there was like four other people yeah, there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that one guy that left with those glasses, he had like 3D glasses on. It wasn't even a 3D movie. <laughs> it looked like 3D well, glasses. Well, don't you remember that thing that was hanging from the ceiling, too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what? just one of the ceiling yeah, tiles. Yeah, one of the ceiling tiles just hanging and yeah. because, there. Yeah, because, dude, at least in our town, and you could you could tell by the smell. It was closed. They did not turn the AC on in the summer nope. in that place, man. Nope. Not gosh, at all. How is that place still standing? Anyways, New Mutants, total letdown, and yeah. Anyways, we don't need to spend too much time on New Mutants because, yeah. you know. Shimano, how about you go next with your number two? Uh, my number two is pushed content. So just like the the the, the so it in, kind of falls into like double so seven getting pushed. Oh, like oh, okay. like Black Widow getting pushed. You know, all the content. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh, getting hit over dang, and over dude. again with all this gosh. content that we are that we ended up missing out on. And now we're, I mean, we're going to wait almost two years in between Marvel movies now. Yeah. Gosh, like, man, that, that is, my soul. that is ridiculous <laughs> considering the fact that we were at a pace where we were, we were getting fed like two a year a steady minimum. Diet. Minimum. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Like, like, it was like every three diet. months. Every three months. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was just ridiculous because it was literally like, and then, and that's not even counting the other universes that were feeding you content, you know, whether it be oh, the, you know, gosh. You know, 20th Century Fox's version of the mutants, stuff like that. Even though New <laughs> Mutants is in there, but we don't really Sorry. count that, as we have previously stated. Um, you know, even like in the Deadpool universe that's being built, the you know the DC universe that's being built. Like we were getting so much of it, and we were very like almost um, ungrateful in some ways of it. Oh yeah, we were, we were spoiled, critical. Bro. We, were we were critical. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were we were definitely spoiled for sure. We we're spoiled hard. <laughs> All right. 
Sandy, number two. All right, number two for me is a uh, Happy Madison production that went to Netflix. And oh, yeah? And it is The Wrong Missy, starring David Spade. Uh, <laughs> so, I saw this. Yeah. I don't, I, had, I don't know why I had, like... Uh, like higher expectations for this yep. movie, but I did. But you said you saw it, T-Roll? I saw it, yeah. Dude, the 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 main chick who is just she stresses so me out. unbelievable, like as oh, a being yeah. a real person. Oh yeah. Like I think she, she reeled it in maybe like a little bit. Yeah. Then we could have had a like a, a good movie, but like she went so over the top, man. It just killed it for me. Yeah. Like it was pretty pretty crazy. Well, then I'm I'm glad I didn't watch it because I mean I do have a little bit of a fascination with. Sometimes when David Spade gets off on there, he he actually has some content that I really he's, enjoy. He's not supposed to be a leading man, but he's he, somehow when, gets when these he, leading man roles. W- and when he's yeah, when he's the leading man, and he's like a kind of like a dorky kind of like you know he's he's a leading man, but he's not really supposed to be the leading man like right, in that type yeah. of role. And you can like feel Joe that this Dirt, whole movie. Like yeah. Joe Dirt, I love Joe Dirt, and he's perfect in that like role of that like he's the leading man, but he's a loser. Yeah, like he is very much in that role of being that. Um, so and he, he's a couple movies that like that where he's that that uh, that person, but for some reason, yeah, he just gets. Casting these really weird roles sometimes. Like the fact that he was uh, one of the weirdest ones is him being like a ladies' man in the Grown Ups franchise made no sense to me at all. Like it, it, it made no sense. I think it was supposed to be that way since he's like like five foot two. And <laughs> yeah, then, like he, that's not like what you expect for. Uh, he's still the best man. looking yeah. guy out of all those dudes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good point. You may not be wrong. Yeah. All right, number one. For the worst of 2020, I'm going to go first because it was also already mentioned. But for me, it is hands down, easily, Black Widow being delayed. So Black Widow should have gotten a movie about, you know, three or four years ago, minimum. Maybe maybe even sooner, you know. Um, and just, man, we were we literally had this podcast planned to start around reviewing Black Widow. Like that yep. was when we we were gonna start yeah, it. That was, that was yeah. our goal. Yep. And uh, here we are in December, still waiting for it. So uh, don't have much else to say, obviously, because the movie never came out. <laughs> um, but that's number one for me, Shimato. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go on a little bit of a uh, like a sad note of this. Uh, the loss of talent that we uh, that happened yeah. this year. Um, you know, whether it be Chadwick Boseman uh, at the very beginning of the year, Kobe Bryant passing away like i mean just a bunch of you know high quality talented people who let who you know are no longer going to be able to be there to you know help us enjoy life better you know i'll keep it that simple just like yeah. especially just focusing on those two i know there were a bunch more you know whether you're going with sean connery or alex trebek as well but those two chadwick boseman and kobe were like the two that really like stuck out to me yeah we were here when we found out that we were about to record. Yeah, yeah moments Chadwick, before, yeah. That Chadwick had died. Yeah, man. All right, Justin, let's hear it. Number one on your list well, for the worst of 2020. Well, my number one has already been mentioned two times on here. I think I know what I'm it is. I'm pretty sure you guys could guess. Uh, you want to go ahead, T-Roll? What is it? I. It's one of two things. I think you're going to say movie theaters. Yeah, it's yeah. the freaking shutting down of movie theaters, yep. man. Yep. Like this thing. It's you. Movie theaters are like my thing. Move, going to movies is my thing. Um, I, I mentioned before, like I have, I had or have still have the unlimited pass. Apparently yeah. it's going to start back up whenever theaters open up again. Have slash have. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know, man. But, uh, I, 
I'm telling you, like three times a week, I would just go to a late showing and just watch whatever's yeah. uh, I'm interested in or whatever's showing. And uh, it's just nothing beats the the just sitting there in the theater with a big old freaking thing of popcorn and a large drink. Um, I don't know, man. It's it, it's my happy place. Um, so uh, please come back, movie theaters. I need you. Please, please. Yeah. So on that note, we are going to shift from the sucky things of 2020 to the things that were actually pretty awesome. So even though 2020 in general just wasn't <laughs> just like a totally <laughs> awful year across the board in every reality of life. Um, For real. There were still some good things about 2020 in terms of the content yes. we got, in terms of the entertainment we took in. So who would like to start with number five on their list? Yeah, so like I stated before, like with the worst list, like like coronavirus was like overall like worst. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say overall best and overall awesomeness was the start of RGP, the World yes. Geek Podcast. Was oh, overall nice. the best. So absolutely. Uh, so anyway, that's that's mine. But number five, okay. Yeah. The we're, fact that we were actually able to keep this going. Through all this, yeah. And I mean, the listeners out there, you guys don't know like the the struggles we have with coordinating schedules and times of the day. Oh, like, it's awful. It's it. Trust me, it's it gets grueling, and and uh, we do it because we love to like hang out and talk about this uh, geeky stuff. And and believe it or not, like you guys are listening. Uh, we've had some of the biggest influx and in listens this past week, and we really appreciate you guys. And uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, number five for me. Um, it's still not finished yet, but uh, Mandalorian season two, mm. amazing, yes. amazing season. Like it's, <sighs> it's so two good. more episodes left for the for the year of twenty twenty, and it's been an amazing ride for sure. Yeah, it's it's been so yes. good. Yeah, yeah and really check out our uh, individual episode shameless breakdowns. Plug, yeah. Shameless plug, shameless <laughs> plug, episode reviews, chapter reviews. Yes, I should say. Shimato, number five. Uh, number five for me. Um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I it's it's <laughs> yes. it's all right. I, I felt like it was, even though it got pushed pushed back itself. I felt like when they redid it, it was a really fun and playful version. It really, it felt like a role. One of the biggest things was it felt like a role uh, for Jim Carrey, yeah. like what happened with Keanu Reeves and John Wick. It was a reemergence for him as an as an actor, and you got to. Re fall in love with his quirky nature and his the way he is able to you know be ridiculous and his his body control and his, stuff like that. Yeah. He's just, Jim Carrey redemption. Yes, it, it, it was so it was a great showing of that, and it was just a it was a fun little like it was also the one of I think it was the last movie I actually saw before the shutdown. Yeah. in theaters. Yeah, I, I was actually when I was coming up with my list, I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, I'm trying to what happened. What did I experience before the middle of March? Like, I was trying to remember. Like, what? You, t- you took it for granted, dude. I'd, oh, for sure. Yeah. If, if I had I known, I would have been in the theaters like crazy, right? Yeah. Anyways, number five on my list. Something that did come out. I mean, I guess we're still in a pandemic, but uh, when the pandemic was, you know, I mean, it's still bad. You know what I'm trying to say? When it was early. To Disney Plus when uh, Hamilton was released. Oh, oh yeah, Hamilton. yes. So Hamilton, which was the the rendition we saw on Disney Plus, was recorded in I believe 2016. Yes, 2016. So released um, in like a movie form four years later, yeah. and I mean, just amazing. 
So, yeah, lawless. I, I, mean, I forget. I think they went Fourth of July, right? They came yeah, out Fourth of July. Yeah, 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 that's right. I'm telling you, Fourth since July Fourth, like I've been still listening to that soundtrack. Absolutely, over, oh, yeah, over yeah. and over and I, over. There's a, there's a part of me that was like, okay, I'll have the Hamilton as number five and the soundtrack as number four. <laughs> 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 I didn't do that. It was but so amazing, man. It was so good. It was so good. So uh, let's keep things moving. Number four. How about this? I'll stick with my list. Another mo- so we went and saw New Mutants right and it sucked. Yeah, we also went and saw another movie and it did not suck. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really good. It, it'll make your head hurt, but man, it was so good to see a Christopher Nolan film mm. in IMAX in person. Tenet. Yes. Yes. So good. I think Tenet is responsible for our longest episode. As well, it was uh, like an yes. hour and forty. It was an, uh, yeah, it yeah, needed it that was much really, time. really long. And we still were like, it, I remember when we got the end of that review, we're like, but what about this? You yeah, know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And then even when we stopped recording, we're like, but wait a minute, Hold we on, didn't hit, talk about this. Again. We didn't hit. Yeah, we didn't. But uh, it's funny you say that, dude, because Tenet is also my number four. Yes, Tenet is what uh, such. It was amazing, dude. It was a fun experience. It was so good, man. Uh, I wish it would have gotten its due uh, due time in the theater. It was and only actually, a couple weeks later, yeah. it was only like. Two, maybe two weeks later that it was like, all right, shutting theaters down again. Yeah, going yep. out again. Yep, yep, for sure. But it was amazing. It uh, was so good, man. Yeah. Um. So coming in at my number four. Uh, Tenet. The, <laughs> that that would have been very interesting. But no, I'm going to go with the launch of HBO Max. Ah, and okay. I, I feel like it, it when it was first being released, I was a little bit tentative about um, – I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, uh, about the release, I just thought maybe it was, you know, just uh, just a revamped version of, you know, HBO Go or HBO Now. But it has really shown since then that it's really uh, focusing on branching out from the HBO world. Um, we it is really collected a a very impressive um, amount of. Um, product names and things like that, you know, where you can watch a ton of content on there. And as we were talking about early in the podcast, you know, now they're going to be the launch platform for, you know, 17 Warner Brother movies next year. And on on uh, Christmas on Christmas Day, they are going to be yeah this year, yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman's coming out, yeah. So that's like, good point, man. Good. good so throw. that is going to be epic yeah. to see that. And t- two of the greatest, most critically acclaimed and favorited series of all time, right? Game of Thrones and Sopranos. Yeah. Now you could just binge whenever yeah. you want on Yeah, absolutely. Right. So there's just like there's just there's a ton of things about HBO Max that is just yeah. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for it. Again, getting back to our conversation earlier, I'm just I'm I'm getting a little getting a little butt hurt thinking about the uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thinking about the um uh you know the movie theaters. So <laughs> nice. All right, Justin, how about your number three? My number three is a movie. Okay. And Ooh, it was on Netflix. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And I you're, wanna... you're not going to guess it. All I don't right. think so. Because you didn't see it, I don't, I don't believe. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, it was one of Chadwick Boseman's last performances, uh, and it's The Five Bloods. Five Bloods, yes. Yeah. It was such a good movie, man. It really did a good job of... Uh, I don't know, just showing the the struggles of uh, a group of friends who were in Vietnam and uh, they come back to revisit an older older age. Uh, I don't know, it was just a really good movie. Spike Lee, Spike Lee, right? Spike Lee directed. 
if you guys haven't seen it, uh, I recommend seeing it. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Excellent. Shimano, number number three. Number three. Uh, I'll keep this a little bit short because number three on my list is Hamilton. Yes. Uh, <laughs> coming out of Disney Plus. I mean, yes. just it was just phenomenal. Um, I had listened to most of the uh, first act soundtrack a lot so it, it was it was interesting really getting a lot of the secondary part of it and of course with me loving history as much as i do like seeing all that play out um in that form was just it was just really cool Dude, great uh, another shot for hamilton man it was great i mean it and it was like it was at the forefront again there was nothing happening in the world no. remember they actually rushed it to uh, be released yeah because, it was supposed yeah. to come out and 2021 February and yep. they pushed it to 2020. So yep. that was great. Yeah. And yeah, releasing it on July 4th was just a master stroke. Yeah. All right. So now I am looking at my list thinking of something. Okay. Uh yeah. All right. Number 3. I wanted to th- I wanted to make an adjustment kind of like you did to your other list. All right. Number 3. I just got my PS5, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Suck just, it, Justin. Just nice. one more chance to rub it in everyone else's face. <laughs> nice. Take that, man. So the great thing about this is Justin has already purchased at least one game for the PS5, <laughs> which he does not own. And yeah. so, th- you know, let's just keep a track of, like, w- the day you bought that game mm-hmm. to the day you're actually able to play it. Uh, I'm keeping track all right. <laughs> yeah. Are those marks on the wall over there? What <laughs> All right, yeah. But for me, seriously, I haven't been able to play it that much. I'm only really, really only a couple hours. You mean to buy it off you? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe for about uh, yeah, twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> Scalper, you scalpers. Um, yeah, but get my PlayStation Five. That was exciting. All right, can I do right. number two for me? Sure. Go sure. For All right. It. So, can I say two things? Sure. This makes mine a top I six. I mean, I've been very loose about my uh, bracketing, <laughs> yeah. so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and earlier you said, I'm just talking about content being pushed in general. You know, pretty much every movie. You said that <laughs> yes. earlier. I was like, wow, okay, that's is that one or is that like 20 things? Anyways, um, all right, so originally I had said Mandalorian Season 2. You said that as well. I did. For me especially, now on our last episode review, I said that I, there's like three or four episodes that I would consider – like my favorite of the season, which doesn't make sense because they can't all be your favorite, right? Yeah. But especially this last one, and it's just like it's like every every Friday, it's like, holy smokes, that was the best episode of the season. Like it, yeah. it just it's such a good, and I just feel like it's going to get even better. I, it yeah. has to. It has to. So shout out Mandalorian season two. Something that might be on y'all's list, I don't know, but again, at the time during the pandemic. This was so crucial that ESPN rushed the production and release of The Last Dance. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think about it until just a few minutes ago. Um, but it's like, man, like, that just hit at a time for me when there was nothing to watch, yeah, nothing to yeah. take in. Hmm. And I remember safely going to a friend's house. Because at the time, I was really even more scared than I am now. Uh, like, what is this COVID thing? And, you know, watching it with a buddy. And I remember just how awesome it was to yeah. have something to watch. The Michael Jordan documentary, if I didn't say that earlier. Yeah. If you're not sure what the last dance is. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, that's my number two. So who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go. Let's hear it, Shemaya. Um Once again, I'm going to be cheating and just going with. Sounds about right. Epic television. 
like with the two like <laughs> what so the two that I'm that I have here is Mandalorian season two uh-huh. and the final season of Agents of Shield uh-huh. like those two together have ju- were just so awesome and amazing and you know I when I was thinking about putting these together like the fact of they're just such quality television that's being those being put out during this time of need as we consume media yeah good need. point man yeah <laughs> yes. exactly need. It feels like it number two for you Justin. all right well you said epic television so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, my number two is a uh, uh, technically a television show it's a show uh, which you actually just put me on to uh, not too long ago, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and say Queen's Gambit. Oh. That I, I, I thought re- you were going to say MXC. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, but uh, no, Queen's Gambit, dude. Like, that's a really, really good show, yeah. man. And uh, I just didn't think I would get like so hype about a show about yeah. chess, yeah. but... That like the the very last episode when it's the tournament and yeah. I, like it just it go it really it really does a good job of yep. portraying everything like I don't know I, I don't want to go into spoilers because I know T Roll hasn't seen it but he may not he ever see won't. it but no definitely not uh, <laughs> definitely not but no I thought it was an incredible you said, you show said chess yeah no 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 keep yeah, going yeah. well you, it, I mean, it, trust me it 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 takes your okay. I idea say, of chess I used to say I would never watch Downton Abbey and now I know everybody in the show yeah so, so there you go. And, you know, when you really think about it, how many epic scenes have there been in movies and TV that have been based around a chessboard and them talking about, like, using that chess as a way to, like, emphasize what they are doing. Like, calling somebody a pawn, calling somebody a, you you know, using that as their exposition as they're playing out the storyline. And this is just kind of the reverse of that, is using... You know their real life in you know using it as almost exposition yeah. for competitive the, chess, yeah, for the competitive mm. chess. Mm. It, it was a great show. You need to watch it. It's really good. Gotcha. My number two. Number two. All right. So we are now going to move to number one. So Shimato, would you kick us off? Yes, yes I will. Um, my number one is actually something that I saw. Um, it is the shift in tone that the Oscars made this year in the Best Picture nominations. I felt like it was a, um, with their choices, and it's partially them changing their their mindset, and I feel like the industry has really upped their game, the movie industry, of making the movies that are being put on Best Picture more accessible to a larger audience. I felt like this year with the the movies that were on the list were movies that I feel like for for the first time in a long time they were all mo- they were mostly movies that people were either very easily viewable or were like highly touted in seeing them as well like you know Ford versus Ferrari the Irishman you know Jojo Rabbit was phenomenal I love Jojo Rabbit so much you know the Joker being on there even like Little Women even Marriage Story being on Netflix very accessible um, 1917, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and of course the the one that ended up winning, although it was actually probably the least accessible. Yeah, out I would say of that's them. the least accessible, um, but <laughs> yeah, for sure, uh, being Parasite. But I felt like the general like ability and it, it was kind of a melding of the minds of both, um, you know, both critical and commercial uh, acclaim kind of mixing together very well this year for the Oscars. That's dope. 
That's good, man. Okay. We're we're running low on time, so I'm just going to keep moving. Normally, there'd be like a bunch of anticipation for number one. But for me, it was already said, so we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it. But, again, something else that came in the midst of when there was just no new content, <laughs> very little. Yeah. And, again, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the final season, season seven, yes. turned out to be epic. And I got to watch it a whole second time with my wife. Yeah. Who binged through it because she didn't watch it when they were being released and she had to wait for it to be put on Netflix. And again, it's just amazing. I mean, she went back yeah. and watched all of her, listened to our reviews, didn't she? Uh, <clears throat> no, okay, yeah. No, yeah. All right. no <laughs> chance, no chance. Yeah. But being able to watch it again and just remembering what it felt like to watch that with y'all and to review yeah. every episode, that was the first thing. We were doing podcasts, we were doing weekly shows, but that was the first show that we did deep dive reviews for every yeah. single episode, which you can go find. If you go scroll through our back catalog of, of episodes, but man, it was so awesome to have. Yeah, it was a good season. season seven. Yeah, great good season. finish. Great finish. Yeah, I agree to that. That's so, awesome. Speaking of great finishes, how about you wrap it up, Justin? Your top number one spot for the best of twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So for me, it's actually a video game. Oh, and okay. It is not on the PlayStation Five. N- not on the PlayStation. Sorry, 5. man. <laughs> no. Let's hear it. <sighs> I had to do Dang, it, huh? dude. Sorry, bro. Okay. Well. <laughs> start over. Hey, start over. Just start over. <laughs> My number one video game is Ghost of Tsushima, and it oh, was yes. an incredible game. Yeah. It, it is still an incredible game. Um, so you haven't beaten it? Uh, I'm close. Super close. Have but you cried yet? No, not yet. No. Uh, okay. No. okay. But, but I'll tell you this. Cry. It's so in... I, I do, actually. I'm oh. probably more than you guys. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> but it's such an in-depth game. It's so in-depth that, it, like, even, like, the side missions, like, will steal your attention away. And you'll get caught doing, like, three to four extra hours of side missions. And you're like, oh, wait, this is not even part of the main storyline. I got to get, yeah. ba- get back on focus. <laughs> wow. Like, it is incredible. The visuals are amazing. Uh, the different layers, like, uh, it's broken up into three acts. And, like, act one is, like, the environment. It's, like, warm, welcoming, like, uh, summer breeze type of deal. And then Act Two, you go into uh, more of a of a wintry mix, like a stormy type style. And then Act Three is like like really heavy snow and like intensity, yeah. and uh, it's just visually amazing. Uh, d- dialogue is amazing. Storytelling is amazing. Uh, the samurai fighting system is uh, is incredible. The with yeah. the parries and the counters and. Uh, it's just it's just incredible game, absolutely incredible. I mean, I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I've heard amazing things, mm-hmm. and I hear it's got actually a pretty decent chance of winning the the game of the year, the video uh, game awards. So I can believe that. Yeah, yeah. You also played Last of Us Part Two, though. I did. Yeah. So Ghosts all the way. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's those are two of the games that have a good shot. Right. So. That's great, man. I I really yeah. I hope you still let me borrow it, even yeah. though I've been picking on you. You can you can still borrow it. <laughs> All right, well, with that, we have concluded our list, our top five worst of 2020, our top five best of 2020. And Justin already kind of said this, but it goes without saying that number one on everyone else's list should be the fact that we have been doing this podcast. (laughs) So if you're still listening out there, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. It means... Uh, it means the world to us. So um, we will not have another normal RGP episode in 2020. We will resume these discussions in 2021 
because of the holidays and just things being crazy in our personal lives. But we will continue to do Mandalor- to do Mandalorian reviews for the final two episodes, and we will probably have a couple other special things as well, but just no more of the typical uh, news episodes and stuff like that. So before we get out of here, no worries if not. I didn't ask you guys ahead of time, but any recommendations you guys have for anything? Wow. Um Christmas movies galore on Netflix. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, uh, oh. Netflix, HBO, like everywhere, uh, Christmas movies. Get your fix now. It's it's incredible. So, yeah. If you like Christmas movies, which most most people do, yeah. I'm, I'm indifferent. I mean, if you have a chance, uh, there's uh, the Marvel 616 documentaries on Disney+. Plus. I've, I've been watching really through good. those. Yeah. They're, they're very interesting, and they kind of delve into various like, specific parts of like the Marvel Universe, so um, especially the first one, which is about Japanese Spider-Man, very, v- very good. And, it, you know, um, yeah, a lot of good content so far from what I've been watching. Kind of mentioned it earlier, but uh, MXC is on Amazon Prime, so <laughs> yeah. go check it out. And we, me and my wife actually watched Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> very underrated comedy Christmas yes. movie. Yeah. I forgot how stupid. Stupid it was. It was I, yeah. Once I watched it again, it was like, yeah. oh, it's like, oh, man, stupid. I watched this as a kid and I loved it. Yeah. I, is it is it the greatest Jewish musical of all time? <laughs> uh, Fiddler on the Roof? No. I'll take Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that out. Yeah, that's a win for Eight Crazy Nights. All right, boys. Let's let's wrap it up. Again, if you're still listening, it's been a long episode. We really appreciate it. We, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, and, and share the podcast with some of your friends. We want to have uh, some new listeners in 2021, and we want to get more engaged with our uh, fan base and our friends. So, Oh, and follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. Shameless plug. Okay. All that in mind, 2020, it's been a hellacious year. Um, something we didn't mention is that we won that fantasy football trophy hey. this year in the year of 2020. That was... Boo. Yeah, maybe you'll get it this year, Shimano. You got a chance. You got a chance. Anyways, he's going to break even. Seven, seven. We should, we should, we should wrap this up for everyone who is listening. For my good friends Justin and Anthony, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next year, you peasants.